Hello all, welcome to the Literacy Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 188, and today we'll be talking about the big show. I'm GC13. And I'm Isabel. So we got a Sadie Killer episode. Ooh, yep. I wasn't sure how I'd feel about this one, but like every time every time after the first that I've watched it, I've really liked it. The music is I think what what I love. Oh yes. And speaking of the music, I really hope like when they release the volume two soundtrack, these songs better be on there. Just saying. Oh, they they will be. They put almost everything. I mean, I think there were three big songs that they left off the soundtrack, one of which was the Little Butler theme song. Yes. yes. But they included basically everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I'm hoping for is that they just make a whole CD Killer and the Suspects album. And they can release that. Ooh, that would be cool. I mean, they've, they've done it before for fictional bands. The Subsonics got a release from Code Lyoko. And oh. there was another one I can't remember. But they've done fictional band CDs before, so there's nothing stopping mm-hmm. them from giving us Sadie Killer. True. So what did, you, what did you think of the VHS filter? Yes, that was that was nice, the aesthetic of the video. I mean, on one hand, I really love the the way it kind of sets you up because you get used to it. And then when they come out on stage at the concert, it's it just looks so amazing because you've been used to the, mm. the VHSification. But on the other hand, I kind of do hope that when this goes to DVD or Blu-ray, that we get as a special feature a non-VHS version of the episode. Because I'm mm. assuming that they did it like normal and then put a filter on top of it. So I'm, I'm hoping that's yeah. what happened because then it would be an easy fix. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose it would be pointless to ask if you had a favorite Sadie Killer song so far. Because, I mean, I think there's really yeah. only one that's like, oh yeah. We even got a killer music video for it. <laughs> killer. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional pun. Yeah, not really enough songs yet to pick a favorite. I mean, and, and not to not to knock the just We're Sadie Killer and the Suspect song they were doing, because that one was nice too, but like, G-G-G-Ghost or whatever you call it, Why Can't You See Me? Um, I don't know if we've got an mm-hmm. official title on that yet. I'm assuming it's Why Can't You See Me. So it was nice that Greg is the manager of the band. I mean, he has experience, you know, being in a band, I guess. Oh, he and he also knows what not to do as a as manager. When I was watching this for the first time, I'm like, oh, is this going to be like Greg going to have any doubts about being manager because of Marty? And he's like, no, I'm I'm all in for this. Uh, I guess maybe near the end with when you first meet Sunshine Justice herself. Just about her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. It sounds like a My Little Pony name. <laughs> yes, me? that is exactly what I was thinking. It sounds like a name that I would expect to buy, like a little My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. Green. Sunshine yeah. Justice. She runs the local concert sh- concert hall. <laughs> yeah. Have a little amplifier as uh, an accessory. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be. I think it'd fit. I mean, to be fair, we've never seen Sunshine Justice and Barb together in the same place. So you're saying they could be the same person? Theoretically. I mean, we've seen Mystery Girl and Sunshine Justice together in the same place. So, like, Mystery Girl is out as a Sunshine Justice candidate, but you never know. Eh. I, I know she's not actually Barb, but, I mean, 
it was enough to fool Sadie. Yeah. But then, you know, this this was the little, this was the episode arc for Sadie, you know, learning that, because they, they go out of their way to show that every single time Barb comes a little bit too close and Sadie tells her to back off, she backs off. So mm. it wouldn't have made sense for Barb to sneak to the concert. I mean, maybe she would have wanted to hear her daughter play, but also didn't want to mess her up, maybe. Perhaps. But she's going to be getting a VIP treatment at the uh, at the Beach City concert, so that's all good. Mm-hmm. I like how they have the smoke machine and the lasers. They are uh, kowtowing to neither Almighty Tallest Purple nor Red. <laughs> threading the needle between the two tallest. Wait, how so? It's from the first episode of Invader Zim where they're mm. arguing over which the crowd likes more. Oh, uh, right. Okay. I mean, they... They used all the colors in the lasers, didn't they? I only remember red lasers in Invader Zim. Oh, I'm, and then I yeah uh, for yeah this episode. Okay, for this episode, I didn't even notice the lasers at all. For me, it was all fog machine all the time. So, mm-hmm. which is weird because normally I'm an almighty tallest red guy, but I guess this puts me in purple's camp this time. I feel so dirty. Just as an aside, uh, Red's voice actor, uh, Wally Wingert, super cool guy. Never reached out to Purple's voice actor, but Wally, great dude. Hmm. I do do think Barb, though, because going back to her, because this is all about Sadie and her relationship with Barb. Mm -hmm. I I do think it's just so adorable, her like, well, you know, I could ask for permission and probably get the truck, but... But here's an idea. I just use the truck and nobody notices, hypothetically. Just just like when she was taking the stuff from the lost mail bin that she that she liked. Just every time she sees the stuffed animal, take it home. <laughs> so she'd be the one driving the truck? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. I mean, she does deliveries like any other mailman. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. I do wonder what kind of car wash she thinks Greg is building with the smoke machine and the lasers, though. (laughs) I mean, I guess you never can tell how to get things clean nowadays. Technology just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, maybe laser cleaning. (laughs) Yep, zap. Zap all of the dirt off. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll get the boffins in R&D to look at that. there There were people calling out the Back to the Future reference with the Hey, Sunshine, you still booking people for your concert venue? Well, listen to this! Oh, I did not notice that, and I've seen all the movies. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I was I was only like, huh, that seems an awful lot like Back to the Future. Then someone else says, oh, yeah, did anyone catch the Back to the Future reference? And I'm like, oh, was it really a direct reference? And uh, according to them, anyway, yeah, it was exactly like the scene. I'll have to take their word for it, because I'm not going to pop my Blu-ray back in, but... She got back to him super quick, though. I mean, I what I want to know is how did they get off of the VHS onto a tube tube? Like, I mean, I know that there are ways you can do that. What I'm asking is, does Steven really have the necessary gear to do that? To go from VHS to MP4? You mean, like, it's, it's the same video, but it's transferred online? Yeah. It's... Oh. Yeah, because what he has is a strictly analog format, the, the VHS... And to get that off of the VHS onto a computer is no easy task. You need specialized equipment to do that. 
to read that and put it onto your computer. That's not hmm. just something anyone with a computer can do. He needs a he needs a specialized capture card for that. Oh, yeah. How did he do that? Hmm. I mean, Greg is still a bajillionaire, so obviously he must have planned ahead. Hmm. Okay. Either that or Steven was dual filming with the camcorder and the GoPro, but considering how Sunshine Justice was talking down the video quality, I'm assuming that he did a transfer somehow. It did amuse me, though, that they they were acting like The Working Dead was a new track. Another hot track. It's like, it was your first track. Sadie came up with the song off the top of her head while you guys were jamming. Well, I mean, I guess it's the first time it's being released to the public. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it is true. They have to finalize everything, but, like, it, it was... They produced the demo first. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that one. That makes sense. I mean, we, having having heard some of the demos for the Steven Universe songs, you know, they, they can change a bit, but that sounded an awful lot like what we got before. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking of the discordance between the lyrics... In Sadie Killer and the Suspects and the, the bright peppy, you know, I, f- I hear it like being played on a beach somewhere, you know, and, you know, <laughs> combined with all I'm killing the stage, I'm killing the crowd. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I, I can see why I can see why Greg said, uh, despite the dark macabre nature of their music, that it it's fun. Yeah. It's a very fun song as far as a band called Sadie Killer goes. Oh, speaking of Buck saying you're next, he was on point this episode with all of his Bucky goodness. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just, you know, when when we become a pop culture phenomenon, and I like his disappointment at the saying that, oh, no, we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna start fighting over artistic disagreements. He's like, oh, man, shoot. <laughs> I love enthusiasm. And then I gotta be honest, I don't know if he's joking or not when he says that his dad's ties were clip-ons. Eh, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm going to check the gallery right now to, from the letters to Lars, because I'm not sure if we get to see Dewey with a tie or not. Hopefully they have a oh, no no gallery yet. Well, I don't think he was wearing his suit. In that episode? Well, he was carrying his jacket around, so I was hoping that we might get a shot of an untied tie, but alas, it was not meant to be. But yeah, Buck was Buck was bringing the thunder today. And uh, I, I guess mentioning I love enthusiasm, I like the Sadie's unwanted physical contact face after Jenny hugged her in the back of the van. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I wonder what Greg's parents think of him now. And where are they? Like, they've never called him, like, not even once this whole time. Uh, maybe they disowned him after he ran off to be a musician. And I mean, then the oh. fact that he ended up running a car wash after the fact probably didn't help. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Greg doesn't seem like the kind of guy to hold a grudge. He's not going to run back and say, hey, look who has money now. <laughs> He's a super easygoing chap. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit cheesy. He's a cheesy chap. I don't think Pearl will ever need Peridot's help getting him off of a high shelf, though. So, about that recent promo that I think aired in Australia? Or Europe? Eh, you know? From what I'm hearing, it was Cartoon Network Australia. So, yeah. 
Um, at, the, at the very least, internationally, we can say. Yes. It's kind of a doozy. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess if you don't want to be spoiled, like, by... Yeah. This is this bye this bye. is going to include some stuff that's coming up on May 7th, that big old two-parter. So you can cover your ears and go la-la-la-la-la for a while and uh, until we're done talking about it. Although, since this is audio, you'll just have to hope that you come back when we're done. Oh, yes. So what are you excited about from that promo? <laughs> um, I guess we're going to find out about Pearl? Yes, that's what I'm seeing most people are excited about. Old school Pearl. There are even some people talking like, oh, is this implying that she shattered Pink Diamond? But me, all I can think about is that we are finally seeing someone use that orb in the diamond base. Yes, that's who. It seems to, from what I see, it seems to function like Rose's room, you know, projecting, you know, whatever you want to see there. And the fact that it's Lapis operating it, again, very big deal. Uh, She's not just hiding near the diamond base, she's apparently hiding inside of it, you know. Yeah, Lapis, I can't see why any homeworld gems would want to go into the the diamond base. I'm I'm sure you'll be fine. (laughs) Oh yeah, and the barn is just, like, nearby as well. I think this is actually... It's it's not as ridiculous as I'm making it sound, because the reason she's probably there is because she can keep an eye on Paradise. Like, she never left. and Because I don't think she really wants to leave. She's just scared. So this way she yeah. gets to feel a little bit safer by being away from the Earth, but she gets to stay close to Paradise. And I think that's... I'm hoping that she comes home. Yeah. Maybe after this special she will. I mean, I didn't think we'd get her this early, but if we're getting her this early, I'll welcome her back. Oh, yes. But I guess that's really neither here nor there. That's because we got... Two more weeks, and then then we got the two-parter in the third week after. So, ooh, that'll be fun. Hmm. I say that a lot, but, like, it's a two-parter. What more do you want? They apparently finally officially announced it. They treated it like some <laughs> some big thing that we didn't know about. So I, I guess maybe we weren't supposed to have been told about the two-parter a few weeks ago? Don't know. Who knows? You never can tell with Cartoon Network. Yeah, they're just not really that consistent with stuff nope. now. Yeah. Mm. So let's see here. Last, last, last thoughts about the big show. I liked it. Very musical. Fun songs. I hope they release a soundtrack for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have to ask, like, can you see Buck's outfit as being a witch's cat? Because I really, I really thought it was a werewolf of some description. I was right there with Greg. <laughs> I mean, it could look like either or, because, you know, the tail, the ears, the fur, I mean, yeah. I can see why you'd be confused. I mean, yeah, after he says what it is, I can be like, okay, yeah, that, that looks like it could be a cat, too. But, like, don't don't be like, why are you saying I'm a werewolf? Because, I mean, you do kind of look like a werewolf. Yeah, maybe he should have, like, worn whiskers as well, then we'd know. Yeah. I don't know. Can you imagine Buck with the, you know, like at the face painting parties and they do the cat cat face on you? No, I mean like actual, like actual whiskers, like not painted on. It could be like, eh, just a thought. I don't know. I think Buck is all about the cool. He should have stuck with the werewolf. I mean, not to say the cats aren't cool, but uh, just like Steven, they can't help but be cute. <laughs> it's like Panda from We Bear Bears. Yeah. Okay, so I guess... 
That's it for us on The Big Show. Join us next week when we'll be talking about pool hopping. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm Isabel. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.